Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, one two Cowboys defeating Manly at home, nineteen eight. Um, going to sound a bit harsh here, but I actually think that the score doesn't reflect how dominant the Cowboys were over Manly. I think that the the mixture of some tough refing, but also just errors by the Cowboys. But when the Cowboys got a roll on, they absolutely tore the Manly side apart through the middle. There, they could not keep up. Um, so really good win for the Cowboys, even though their completion rate was quite low. Uh, and I'm actually getting a bit concerned about Manly as a club. Uh, I was, you know, Seabold, I thought that everyone should give him a fair crack. You know, I thought that he had a lot more coaching left in him. And, and maybe he still does. I'm not saying that the jury is out now. But I do think first year so far uh, has been disappointing at Manly. And I'm concerned from going forward. I agree. It hasn't been ideal. I've had injuries and whatnot. But just... Yeah, I'm, I just I, I'm struggling to understand the direction Manly's going in as well. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm concerned. About yeah, I just you. yeah, and it's concerning this week. But I'm also looking at yeah, three, three and four years down the track. I'm just I, I'm just struggling to understand where they're heading and what yeah. their plan is. What's their culture? What's their DNA? Exactly, yeah, what's their culture? What's their DNA? Is a perfect way to put it. What is their DNA at the moment? Whereas I think Manly for the last you know as long as I've been alive, you always knew the culture of Manly. Mm. Even when they were struggling, you knew the culture of Manly. I don't know. I, I just don't. Right now, it feels like the culture is. Let's hope the Travoyevich brain it. Yeah. If they're not there, well, I got. It's. Uh, I don't know what the direction they're heading in. Um, you know, Brooks on a four years deal. If it was a two year deal, I would say it's perfect. I still think they're going to be a better side with Brooks and DC in the halves. Mm. But again, DC has only got two years maximum left in him. Maybe one. Uh, and the concern I have with Manly is you currently have the best seven in the NRL, and you're sitting. 12th or 13th. So what's going to happen when DC retires? You know, the fine new brothers look like they're gone. They're more sixes anyway. Uh, obviously six in the front rower. I just, I don't know. That They've had for years this, that we often speak of this top-ended roster, top-heavy roster, I suppose, where you've got Jake Boyevich, DCE, Turbo on the big, big bucks. 
which is all good and well when things are going smoothly. But when Tommy Trebojevic in particular has his injury history, thank God DC has been as durable as he has because mm. if he went down and missed chunks, they'd be in all sorts. When the time does come that DC retires and moves on and, and whatnot and Tommy Turbo does his next contract negotiations, like they can't win a comp without Tom Trebojevic. I think that's pretty clear. Mm. So I think they need to disperse these funds better and go against this top-heavy roster that we've spoken about before. Again, it worked for Melbourne for a long time, but that was a particularly special crop and also a very durable crop of, you know, Cronk, Slater, Smith, etc. So when DCE's money gets freed up, Tommy Turbo, you know, he's got to take some sort of cut. He'll take a pay cut. And, and he'll do it because yeah. he's a little bloody legend. And just go up more evenly across the roster mm. because Tommy goes down, that they, they can't, compete well enough mm. uh, and it's not using the game on the weekend as a specific example but i just when we're talking long term that that's the way i see it going well the, the sample size is huge yeah it's yeah. massive so and, and the warrior i have at the moment is outside of dce tell me one player that's playing career best form this year none none yeah and so there's no reason why they shouldn't be like you know they're they're a year older they're more experienced and so i look at that and i go that's disappointing, you know, a new coach, rookie coach. Um, you know, he's been around the game for a while now. Uh, and, like, there's a couple of guys there that I think are in just about perfect positions to be playing their best footy. I mean, like, could you imagine Josh Schuster ended up with a better halfback for him than DCA? You literally couldn't. Like, you couldn't. Like, could he's you the best seven in the comp this year. Like, could Ola Kawatu get a better halfback on his edge? No. Manly's injury ward right now. Tom Trebojevic, gone. Ben Trebojevic, Fringy, Carl Lawton, Fringy, that's it. Yep. And, and again, like not they're getting smashed or wiped off the park, but you're like things aren't going that badly for them. No, no, there's not like disaster of injuries no. here or there, and they and as I said, like it was 19-8, but if you watch that game, the Cowboys were a much better side. Like that, that to me personally, it looked like a top top eight side, a finals footy side versus a bottom eight side. And you might say, well, of course, Manly are a bottom eight side, yeah, but heading into this year. You know, a lot of us had them as dark horses and their squad is much... I mean, this is essentially the same squad that made a prelim two years ago. And you could say, well, Tom Trevojevic led him to the prelim. He's, yeah, he's a part of the squad. Like, do you think, even if Tom Troy was back, do you think that they'd be making a prelim this year? I, I don't think they would. Like, you, you mentioned, like, we, we just spoke before about, you know, what's their DNA and all this sort of stuff. Like, Jake Trevojevic on Wednesday night played 60 minutes. He backed up and played 80 minutes Jesus. for... Manly the other night. Far he made 54 tackles and he missed two, which I'll be honest with you, I'm almost disappointed. Mm. That's, Jake has normally yeah. made 55, missed zero. Mm. But, like, just, I, I, I don't know if I'd be able to make eye contact with Jake after that game. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, yeah, and on likes to speak about their backing ups and durability, I just want to make note of DCE, who I've always been very heavy on, on getting your stars to rest post-origin games and on big years, and especially when you're sitting pretty on the ladder. DCE, I feel like I'd be surprised if he's ever been rested after an Origin game, mm. and you don't even quite. The question doesn't even arise. Yeah, it's like DCE is backing up, and he's probably going to kill it. Yeah, every year, like every he's thirty-four year. years old, and you see a club like the Roosters will rest Teddy. Munster had a rest a couple of weeks ago, mm. and the Panthers resting heap of their players. DCE, it's never a question mark. Yeah, which is such a credit to him and his durability over the years. Yeah. No, DC has been incredible. And I, I, he's got one of the great rugby league stories of like, you know, shoots onto the scene, has some drama in regards to the Gold Coast situation. 
he has fought tooth and nail to be remembered the way he should be remembered, and he he's delivering. But that's where from a from a DCE perspective, I love it. It's incredible. From a manly perspective, I go like with a seven playing this well, and you're still struggling to put together at least three or four decent games. Like, is there a more consistent player this year than DCE? You know what else really interesting about DCE, mate? Like, he's, he's 34 years old. He debuted in 2011. So what does that mean? He was 20 or 21 when he made his debut? He's at 298 games. Mm. So he's almost at 300. I'd, I'd be shocked if anyone that's played 300 games debuted that late. It's mm. a good point. Like, you have a look throughout his entire career. 2016 was the least amount of games he played in a season. <sighs> it was 19. Far out. He's gone to more than 20 games in every other season of his entire career. He's currently sitting at 15 for this season, so he'll get there. So he'll knock out another minimum two years? I reckon a minimum year, this year and next year, I reckon. That's, that's his – if he goes another year, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'll be like, I think he'd be pushing. He's still a Kangaroos in Queensland 7. Oh, though, for sure. Like. I, just, I just think that the reporting hasn't been very, like, confident that he's going to be around for another mm. two or three years. I don't know if you've got the same vibe. The vibe I've got is, like – Maybe, maybe not. I know he can just retire if he wants, but he is contract till the end of 2025. So that's next year and the year after. Yeah. So two years. So he'll be, he'll be on track if he sees that out for... 350 or something. 350 plus, yeah. 298 at the moment. So, so yeah, probably yeah, two years then. I doubt he'd leave early. He's I mean, a guy they can't that I've thought for about three years now, oh, he's got one more year to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick of trying to guess with DCA. And, I mean. and you, can, you can just see in like... Two years' time when there is talks for a time, is he going to stay? Is he yeah. going to go? There'll be some upcoming half that goes, and I'll sit here and mm. tutor him for the next 12 months and get him into where he needs because he loves that club. Yeah, so DC, um, yeah, actually, I agree with you, Timmy. I reckon minimum two years probably. Uh, maybe he retires from rep footy maybe next year. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. that th- th- that's every chance because yeah. of like – I, I was actually thinking about home. next year with KP and where he fits in and mm. I was like, where the hell does he come in? And you're right, he could play as a 14 mm. comfortably, but then you've obviously got the hooking rotation of Hunt and Harry Grant. But like say Ches was to, to retire, be it next year or the year after, that could come at any minute. Yeah. And then Benny Hunt starts and KP becomes your 14 because you've then got Cotter who can go in a share of hooker with mm. Harry Grant if required. Yep. I think that's a very – like if not next year, that'll happen the year after. Yeah. I know there's talk of Tom Dearden, but I know what I'm going for there when I've got – on KP. Yep. Um, but yeah, with Manly, as I said, I'm just a bit worried about the direction of the club. Their recruits, like Brooks on a four-year deal. If that doesn't work out, jeez, they're in a bit of Barney rubble then. Serious Barnabas. Yeah. Um, and then I look at some of the other signings and I go, they could be good, but they just haven't, they're not really veteran you know, grizzled veteran kind of forwards, I think, that they may need. Manly's going to have to get them all right to be good signings. And that's where I go, look at the current roster. They're yep. not playing their best footy. Yep. So it's like we've got no evidence to suggest that they will get it right because currently with the roster we've got, outside of DCE, no one's playing career best form. Um, maybe Ruben Garrick is the closest, but I feel like he was playing like this last year anyway. Yeah, I, I actually think Ruben Garrick was was playing better last year than what he is this year too. Mm. I'll tell you who I thought had a, had a good game on the weekend was Brad Parker. Oh, hey. Defensively, was outstanding. Yeah, he was good. Scored a good try. Jeez, there was, was one good. thing I know. I don't, oh, you, you do it both. There was one thing I noticed when we we're out on the field catching those bombs the other night. He's huge. Yeah, big he's boy. He's so hey. much bigger than yeah. I thought he was. Yeah, good old Hank. He was good. Um, but yeah, so look, I'm not sure. 
like because there's been so much noise around other teams, like they've kind of flown under the radar a little bit as to where they are on the they table. Always do. Yeah. It's um, are they a final threat still? I'm drawing the line at the Cowboys. I was just a little ladder before. Three-point gap from the Cowboys on 24 in ninth to the Knights on 21 in 10th. Looks like it's down to nine teams. Mm. And like I'm Quite calling sportful. the Cowboys a top-eight team at the moment. So Who drops out? There's going to be oh, – that's the question, isn't it? I, like, like, it's wild to think South are at eighth, and I, I pretty much call them a top four team. I mean, we'll get to it, but Sharks better be bloody wary because oh. they could go loss, 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 and they're out. They are out, yeah. Jeez. And they've got some top eight teams coming their way, which they're, they hate. <laughs> it's like they – yeah, fuck. Yeah, they're, they're the vulnerable ones there, aren't they? Without a doubt, they yeah. are. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Manly, quite disappointing. Uh, look, the positive, I guess, if you're looking for positives, they did hang in there defensively. They had quite a lot of uh, sets on their line. Yep. And they hung in there, hung in there, hung mm. in there. But I just think that they're, they're a better team than just going, put it this way, right now, honestly, I might sound crazy, but I honestly think Dolphins are closer to winning a premiership than the Manly Seagulls. Because I think that the Dolphins with a couple more recruits and just this, the culture and DNA that they've won, I just think that they, I just, I just think they're, in a, they're heading in a better direction. Maybe premierships too far, but I'm more confident of the Dolphins over the next few years heading in the right direction than I am of Manly. So maybe premierships too far, but because I've got DCE obviously, so that changed everything. But I'm just more confident the Dolphins heading in the right direction. It's not a question I thought I'd be answering today, but I, I get where you're coming from for sure. Yeah. Like I'm confident that they're going to go Recruit well, get the best out of their players. There's direction. Uh, whereas Manly, I'm just unsure. Timmy, what do you reckon? I think you're mad. You think I'm mad? Well, I, I took the premiership back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I meant, true. I took the premiership back. Yeah. I'm I more think they're heading in a better direction, but premiership-wise, Manly, there's a DC there. Tommy Turbo, if he comes back at any point, not happening this year, but fit and firing, mm. they can win a comp. Mm. But... I don't think any, any of them are winning a comp anytime soon, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. I agree with that. I just think that, like, they've got Herbie Farmworth. Like, look at their signings for next year. Herbie Farmworth, Flegler, anyone Averillo. else? Avarillo. Avarillo. Whereas you look at Manly signings, Brooks, Jackson Bolo, um, Tommy Talao. So, yeah, I don't know. And where is... I, just, I don't think, like... The, the Dolphins... And the Dolphins may finish above them on the table this year. Yeah. So that's actually like... And I think as well, like even the year Turbo stayed fit and was great. They didn't fire a shot mm. in the finals time. They made prelim, didn't they? Didn't they go out straight sets? No, they, they made no? a prelim. They, they, from memory, they pumped someone second week of finals. Are you talking about Manly? Yeah. Yeah, they pumped someone and then they, got pumped. Yeah, so they got pumped by Melbourne in week one. They This is not last year before. Mm. They pumped... Roosters in, in week two, and then South pumped them in the yeah. prelim. Yeah. Prelim. Well, that was that 2021 Roosters side that had no one left. Yeah, had no, and they by. just scraped by the Titans. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like Dolphins may actually finish above them this year on the table. Mm. Uh, that, that's how, as I said, that's how concerned I am with direction. I guess the positive is, is that any team with bloody DC in it, and Tom Javoyevich is yeah. a... Yeah, and that's really... I was thinking more premiership-wise, you need superstars to win comps, yeah. and they've got two of them. Premiership would have been maybe a bit too far, yeah. but <clears throat> direction-wise, I think the Dolphins yeah, are headed fair. in a better, better direction right now as we speak. Uh, let's get to the Cowboys. Um, 
really, really good win. Like they, it's almost like they played 80% of their best footy and then they just were a few errors here or there that were, that really held them back. But geez, they look like a different side to mate. six weeks ago. They were, looked like they were down and out. Um, didn't they just scrape past the Knights or something like that? Like six weeks ago? I wonder what coincided with um, their form run six weeks ago. Three Origin games or something? Yeah, might have been that, I think. Seriously, that like... It's like Queensland won the battle, but the Cowboys might win the war. Because the players to come out at... Like, Robson gets his Origin debut. Drinky gets on the edge of the... Or he's in the Blues squad. Tommy Dearden on the edge of the squad. Cotter man of the series. Tao Lungy played back into form. Nanai, he was a shadow of himself leading into that series... Got a game, got the call up, back into form. And all of a sudden, the Cowboys are on a tear and premiership threats again. Yeah, New South Wales won game three, though. <laughs> like, and you look at the... <laughs> as good as your last win. <laughs> you look at the stats. So, so in total, Manly won, ran for 1630, so 1,630 metres. Um, and the Cowboys ran for over 2,000 metres, 2,088. But they only had the ball for... They only had 20 more runs, essentially. So in 20 runs, they got an extra basically 400 metres. That, that shows you how the difference in explosiveness through the middle that, that the Cowboys had compared to Manly. It's crazy. The, since the Tigers pumped the Cowboys, the Cows have only lost one game, and that was the game after that. So they've won like five in a row or something, and the Tigers haven't won a single one. And they've beaten Penrith, wow. Storm. Mm. South. Like, South, like all the big dogs. Mm. Uh, mate, I, the Tigers are definitely uh, top eight contenders for sure. I'd be shocked if they don't make the eight. And if they keep on this trajectory, they could be premiership contenders. Put it this way, and this isn't as shocking to take, and I think I said it last week, I'm more confident the Cowboys could win the comp this year than Sharkies win the comp this year. Oh, without a doubt. Mm. Even though they're sitting ninth, uh, Sharkies are sitting third. Yeah, oh. as it stands. Yeah. God, the game can change quick, can't yeah, like, Imagine saying that a month ago. Oh, mate. You, and you know what? In a month's time, we could be saying the complete opposite. Oh, absolutely. Two weeks' time. Well, it's, it's the same with Manly. Like, mm. in regards to the, I think Dolphins are heading in a better direction. If Tommy, you know, not Tommy, if DCE turns this team around, in four weeks we could be sitting there going, holy shit, imagine this team with Brooks in it. It's yeah. just a long time in footy. But, like, right now, the Cowboys, for me, are definitely looking more likely to challenge for a premiership than a, than a Sharky side. They are just, like, when you look at that squad, and as you guys, all the guys you mentioned, like Ruben Cotter, player of the series in um, Origin. Valentine Holmes, aside from that one bad game, was great in Origin. Uh, then you've got Tuolangi, who I thought was outstanding in Origin. You've got Dearden, who is playing career-best footy by a mile. I mean, aside that, like, this is a side that, where is it? Tamalolo played 41 minutes. You know, did decent enough, but they are no longer reliant on just Tamalolo. Like, he's still important to the side. He still gets them plenty of momentum, but they are no longer just a one-team player. I remember, like, like, a few years ago, you used to look through this Cowboys side and Tamalolo wasn't there. You'd just go, oh, pack it up. Yeah. Not a hope in hell. Whereas now, you're right, mate. Like, there's so many good, talented forwards up there. It's crazy. So good. I mean, you look at, like, Jordan McLean, 154 metres. Luciano Lelua, 132 metres. Um, you know, uh, Jason Damalolo, he had 147 metres. Like, think, think about how good that is spread out between your front rollers um, or your big boys. Then you go to Nanai getting through way more work, 11 runs, 90, 95 metres. Um, 
yeah, I'm really excited about this. Uh, and then you've got Reese Robson, who now has Origin. Like right now, they've got Reese Robson, Dearden, Tawalangi, Holmes, Drinkwater. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cotter and Tamalolo, they're all origin standard players. That's a lot of players in a side. You wouldn't like two years and ago, the it was Val... That was it. Yeah. And Dearden's knocking on the doorstep of being, you know, a halfback in origin too. It's, yeah, it's incredible. What, where, where they've come from to where they've ended up is unbelievable. Yeah. And, I, and you've got to remember as well, these guys are all backing up from origin. Like if there's one... Chris Robson played 80 minutes. I know. There's one game where Manly should have trounced them. Yeah. It was when you've got four or five players mm. backing up from origin. Reese Robson played 80 minutes and they had Jake Granville playing 13. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, amazing. Amazing. Uh in regards to individual performances, I thought um, Valentine Holmes really bounced back. Uh, I think that he would have been quite, uh, I guess, disappointed with the game that he had on the weekend. He ran for over 200 metres, 60 post contact. But I've got to speak about Scotty Drinkwater. He is so friggin' silky. It's incredible. Like, just some of the stuff he does, like the footwork he put on Olakawa too, that like little in and away kind of, just so, so special. And it is so stupid that a guy like him is not qualified to win the Dally M because a t- one tackle went wrong at the start of the season. Because if, if he was still eligible, I think he's a chance of winning Dally M. I hate that system, Kempe. Like it's, it's ridiculous. I, I understand that it's, I believe it's the best and fairest, and the suspensions tie into not being the fairest. But it's also, you know, it's, we're not playing under sixes here. When blokes get. We had a bit of a chat about it off air and you were saying that the game has changed so much in 10, 15 years. It used to be hard to get a suspension, but mm. now you can flick a bloke on the union, get suspended. And what yeah. if you get, is it two or three weeks for that or something that that can rule you out of it? The mm. way I see it is that's ridiculous. And if you miss games, it makes winning it even better. Yeah. Like, why is this a thing? I don't get it. I don't get it. The game is nowhere near... When these rules were introduced, I'm... The game is so much different to what it was even four or five years ago. Like, we are so much more cautious. People get – maybe the stats don't back it up, but I seem like it seems like people will get suspended easier. Um, now, maybe the fine introduction has changed that. What do you got there, Matty? I was just going to say, like, it, it counts for positional awards too. So, like, Reese Walsh can't win the fullback of the year now. What? So, Scotty Drinkwater can't either. Next, neither can Scotty Drinkwater. And they've been the best fullback. They've been the best and, Like, the positionals, they're not – Best and fairest for the position, are they? They're just the best player in the yeah. position. So what, like... Bizarre system. Why, it's so stupid. Um, another, another one, Kempe, you said off air, but, like, like judge it on the, the nature of the suspension where, you know, certain things can be, all right, you've done this, this was so fair, whatever it might have been, that, all right, that rules you mm. ineligible because it's not fair play. But when it's a slip up of the arm that gets you two or three weeks or whatever... Yeah, like when you're coming across to save a try... And you accident like you hit mm. someone in the head with the shoulder, like does anyone really think Scotty Drinkwater intentionally shoulder charged Corey Oates in the head? 
Like, no. A try was about to be scored. He's got a 100-kilo fucking wing storming on him. He's just doing anything he can to stop it. Anyway, it's a silly system. I don't understand it. Uh, but back to the um, Cowboys. Just their pace through the middle and the amount of roll-ons that they got, jeez, it just it looked impossible to stop. It really did. As I said, if they had a, had a few calls go their way, but also just, you know, they completed at 71%. If they completed a little bit higher, I reckon it could have been, fuck, it should have been like 30 to 8 that's, that's the difference I saw on the sides, um, yeah. which is, again, worrying for Manly because Brookie used to be a bloody – literally a terrible place to go. They would just somehow drag you into their style of footy. Um, who else st- stood out for you guys in regards to Cowboys? Just one more thing that I saw on the weekend too about Scott Drinkwater. I think – I read a thing the other day that he's got, I think, 21 tries for the year. 17 of them have come in the last seven weeks. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like he, like he obviously had that game against Tigers. He had five tries. The week before that, he had three against South Sydney. So he had eight in two weeks. Mental. Mental. 17 in, what, seven weeks? Yeah. Like, far out. It's got to be a record. Surely. It have to be. Surely. Surely. Unbelievable. They're back five, the Cowboys, all ran for 150-plus metres. Three of them went for over 200. Fuck. Jeez, that's good. Jeez, that's good. Um, like, Semi Valame, hasn't he been a pick-up for him? <sighs> I did not think he was a first grader. Neither did I. Too many errors in that. I just I thought there was just no way he could turn it around. So much potential. Big, strong body. He is unbelievable. Honestly, now. when I saw that pop up on my phone that he'd gone to the Cowboys, I almost sort of giggled to myself and just thought, how has that happened? But he, mate, Kyle Felt can't get a sniff in the team. He's a club legend. Literally. Who's not playing bad footy. He's just not playing as good <coughs> as Semi. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Semi had 98 post contact metres. That's tall areas. Fucking such a – and, again, it's a sign of a good club. When you get guys like Semi come to it, you know, I hate, hate to keep bringing it up, but, like, look where the Cowboys are and look at this, like, Dearden, career best form, Scotty Drinkwater, career best form, Holmes, at least as good as career best form, Semi, easily career best form, Leilua, easy career best form. You know what I mean? Like, you go through the list, they're all playing as good as as good as they possibly can, mm. essentially. Um and Semi Valame is a perfect example of that. You know, Raiders aren't necessarily a club that are struggling, but I'd, I'd probably say the Cowboys, even though the Raiders are higher on the table, I'd probably say the Cowboys, I, if, I, in a, a finals match, I'd probably pick the Cowboys to win. Um, the fact that they can get Semi to be playing this kind of footy just shows you how good the system is currently at the moment up there right now. Um, Very impressive. Who else stood out for you guys? Uh, look... As you said before, Kimmy, I, I thought the scoreline could have definitely favoured the cows a lot more, much more he- heavy than what it did. I, I just thought it was a good all-round performance from them. Yeah. I just, yeah, I thought some refereeing decisions and stuff sort of kept me in there, it? Yeah. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 